You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where every episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. Dolly Parton, Linda Ronsta, Emmylou Harris, Trio. On the line, I have Rob. Huzzah! Have Ben. Present. And Kyle. Oh, hi! Trio is the first collaboration studio album by singers Dolly Parton, Linda Ronsta, and Emmylou Harris. It was released on March 2nd, 1987 by Warner Brothers. The uh, producer was George Massenberg, and the genre is country. I'm going to read from the book. Jim Harrington. While country singers often team up on winning singles... Few such all-star collaborations have produced solid, full-length albums. However, the dream team of Dolly Parton, Linda Ronstadt, and Emmylou Harris achieved glorious harmony on the spellbinding trio. Artistically, trio could not have come at a better time for Parton and Ronstadt. Parton had spent much of the 80s courting the mainstream with glossy pop hits like Islands in the Stream, and Ronstadt was busy ignoring her roots in the L.A country folk scene in favor of recording pop standards. Commercially, both singers were doing fine. Ronstadt's What's New sold 2 million copies and Parton charted 12 top 10 hits in five years, but something was missing. Perhaps the sense of authenticity that had colored their earlier work, and both would find it when they recorded with Harris, one of the most dependable Nashville cats of all time. Backed by a solid band that included David Lindley and Ry Cooter, the three superstars blended their voices intuitively on this sparkling collection of old-school country, hymn-like traditional numbers, and pop ballads. Although many solo highlights abound, mostly delivered by Parton, the album's best moments come with the glorious harmonies found on the softly soaring Making Plains and the understated glory of Phil Spector's To Know Him Is To Love Him. Trio was a critical and commercial hit that went platinum, won a Grammy, and eventually spawned a long-awaited follow-up, 1998's Trio 2. All right, what do we think of Trio? I like Amazing trio. record. It's like beautiful. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, it's Stella. been a while since we had country, huh? Dinosaur Jr.? Or, uh, Steve no, Earle. Steve Earle. Yeah. That's, you know, that's like... I like, suppose. That's, that's alt-country. Southern fried rock. Americana. Yeah. This, though, it, this is pretty traditional. And that's, I like all these artists. I like their non-traditional stuff, but I really like that this going back to the roots of Trio. Yeah, this sounds like a yeah. hundred year old songs. It's yeah. great. Except for Telling Me Lies. That production. Yeah, okay. Do you see who wrote that song, Telling Me Lies? No, that I is did a, not. That is a Linda Thompson song that she wrote right after her divorce from Richard Thompson. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there there were some serious shoulder pads in that. Oh yeah, oh in yeah. That room <laughs> when they were dialing in that sound. Good 1987. God. You're gonna get some shoulder pads. Ooh, speaking yeah. of speaking of the year, 
Birch, you mentioned that this was a good time for Dolly and Linda Ronstadt to release a record in your in the, the your intro. Yeah, I think that possibly uh, all three, none none of the three of them are they have a sagging career at this point. But Linda Ronstadt just recorded and released somewhere out there from an American Tale, and that was. That was like the, uh, it, for, at least from to my like like seven year old mind, that was the biggest song of the year, because I loved I loved Fible and I, that song I felt like it was always on the radio. And it wasn't really. Was it not? No, you were it just was, a child. It was on the radio. It was definitely on the radio. It was definitely well, on, the it was on the radio, guys. <laughs> okay. It was on the VHS tape. <laughs> <laughs> there's a chance that since I was a child, I'm remembering that song being more prevalent than it was, but (laughs) it was a popular song. I remember it being being huge and to have this album right on the heels of a top, whatever hit I'm sure helped all three of them, you know? Yeah. I think what that write up is trying to say is, you know, there's something about, you know, Dolly was doing nine to five. She was doing those a little more pop centric and this ha- just had the potential and it had the right atmosphere to to break through and to go back to roots. They hadn't worked together, but they had always, you know, they had appeared like 1976 on Dolly Parton's like TV show. Right. So it wasn't like they were they didn't have uh, this working connection and they knew that they were going to do this at some point And then to They've go trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Go, since the 70s. Mm hmm. Um, but they were all on different like record labels in the seventies, so they couldn't do it. But they all kind of appeared on each other's solo records and did little bit appearances until until this record, uh, which was a big hit. I mean, two million records. Oh yeah, uh, that timeless sound. I mean, outside of maybe mm-hmm. one song, very timeless sound. It's cool to hear, even in nineteen eighty seven, that an album that sounds as traditional and and not 1987 as this, except for, of course, you know, telling me lies can, can perform like this one does. And I know that these are three big names. This is definitely a super group, but it's cool. Like it, it, we're, we're in the, we're in d- deep in the territory of gated drums. And here's like a traditional country sure. album top in the charts. It made me think of, uh, was it star starlight? Was it the, the record that we covered? Stardust. Stardust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love yeah. Stardust. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could Stardust vibes off of this. Yeah. These timeless kind of standards. Yeah, nitty gritty dirt band, kind of bringing mm-hmm. yeah, bringing yeah. It back uh, to roots. Well, well, the circle be unbroken. Mm-hmm. That was that was a great one too. Right now, we are listening to "To Know Him Is to Love Him," which is the really kind of only song written by a record producer and convicted murderer Phil Spector. Phil Spector. This is true. I just want to jump the, in the really teddy quick. bears when he was in the <laughs> teddy bears. Yeah, yeah. I just want to jump in really quick, guys. Uh, somewhere out there was a uh, peak position number two Canadian top singles number two Canadian uh, the top contemporary number two US <laughs> Billboard Hot 100 number four US adult contemporary okay so it never got the number one spot but it did sell 500,000 copies and uh, it was, number uh, number two is not nothing no it's not so we did and hear also on the radio, Kyle. I don't want to go on any kind of tangent but it has been decades since I thought of the movie American Tale and it was such a big part of my youth, and now I just want to watch it again. That and Five Will Goes West. Wait, 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 wait till your child is about four or five years older, and then uh, make make him cry the way that we all cried in the movie theater mm-hmm. watching that fucking movie. 
you want to do a Patreon where we? My just parents didn't want me to watch that movie when I was a kid. Watch Watch yeah. American Tale together. <laughs> no one. Sh- my parents did not want me to watch an American Tale for some reason when I was a kid. Really? I mean, it's a. Yeah. Uh... It's all that commie propaganda that your parents were worried about. <laughs> is it because it's about immigrants? I don't understand. <laughs> all I know yeah. is there are no rats in America and the streets are <laughs> There's no cats in America. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, to know him is to love him. I didn't know this was a Phil Spector song. Yeah. yeah. It's only it's one quite he good. Yeah. He's and he got the, the title from like his dad's tombstone. <laughs> yeah. His dad's tombstone says to know him is to love him. Yeah, you, you, know, you ever hear that that they might be giants song? Uh, there are two songs in me, and I just wrote the third. No, it's from no. like the, uh, it's from like their first record. I always thought it was a funny title. But Phil Spector, he's one of those guys. He had a song in him, singular. He wrote one song, and it's beautiful, and it's be- become a hit in multiple decades. And that's the only thing he ever did. Well, not, not uh, uh, songwriting. You know, yeah. he definitely. We all know he has an ear for for production. I wish I only wrote one song and it was a big hit as opposed to have written like 10 songs and I'm the only one that's ever heard them. (laughs) (laughs) Those memories of you still haunt me Every night when I lay down I'll always love you Uh, but the hobo's lament or meditation is a strange song because they're asking if someone will care about a hobo, right? They're asking if the world will care about the hobo. Dollywood, I'll tell you that. Dollywood? You know who won't? Everyone else. <laughs> Dolly's the only person that will care for this hobo. Well, she's the one asking. Uh, I got in a fight with one of our mutual friends on Facebook about Dolly Parton and whether she pays slave wages at dollywood oh come on i was like stop it dude was no like, oh, seriously because no. i know who it's it is clint you know clint yeah fucking oh it's clint? fucking clint yep oh yeah, i got in a clint, dolly man. parton fight with clint that's ridiculous you know clint oh, probably it, clint just likes to fight i doubt that he even says that i i, I doubt that he even like feels that you know no yeah. he, he he dug his little claws in He'll do that. He likes to fight, especially online, especially a few drinks in. It was really brave of them to do the hobo's meditation, like uh, in the eighties, like at that, like at that point in time, because no one gives a fuck about homeless people. But I mean, no one still in America, no one gives a fuck about homeless people, unfortunately. And it was especially bad, like in the Reagan era. So, right. like the hobo's lament, or like, fucking lament, the hobo's meditation. But yeah, it, it was interesting. And then he said, normally when this many synchronicities happen, that means somebody's going to die. So Dolly had better have a bunch of uh, like bodyguards. No, no. <laughs> they did not want to see Dolly go down. No, still don't. All right. Looking into this band, this is a hot band. I mean, Albert That's Lee, true. lead guitar. Uh, Christine. That, that number one song solo on The Pain of Loving You. Wow. He just kills Oof. it. He was in a uh, Emily Harris's hot band replacing uh, one of his heroes, James Burton, um, who was returning to perform with Elvis Presley. Then you have William H. Payne, who is American pianist, co-founder of the American rock band Little Feet. Um, you okay. also have Mark O'Connor, 
who in 1993 teamed up with Charlie Daniels to record a sequel to to uh, Daniels' The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Uh, so you know he's a mean fiddle player. Um, so, yeah, it just... Yeah, Ry Cooter. Don't forget Ry. Ry Cooter. Yeah, can't forget Ry Cooter. And then the produ- production by George uh, Massenberg, who was, um, you know, he basically... This guy, Massenberg, basically built recording studios. He knew exactly what he was doing, so he owned several recording studios and also created Skywalker Sound uh, mm. in uh, California. So you're talking about the best of the best, bringing in the three, possibly, you know, three best tenor country artists. Yeah. It's I, I can't imagine this not being just exceptional. It is. No, it's fantastic. It's transcendent. It's timeless. It definitely doesn't sound like 1987. Except for telling me lies. Except for telling me lies. Yeah. Except for that one. Yeah. Is what what is it on telling me lies? Tell me. Specifically, it's just it's the The production values on it. It, It's no longer uh, it 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 jumps from sounding like uh, you know old timey country western to honestly, it kind of sounds like an American tale. Like it sounds like somewhere out there. Like as soon as like it gets that spot, like it's just. the 80s production is as dialed um, I, is that what we're is that what's in our cans right now yeah it, yeah it, it's like 80s sappy yeah i hear it it's not a bad song it's just it, it, no. it's weird it's the only song that like drifts into like dr- drifts out of the uh this song is not timeless oh. it sounds like it sounds like an 80s ballad yeah. is it making you think about sad mice is it making you think about richard and linda thompson and their marriage that fell apart well, now I'm sad. Uh, I love al- those sad mice. Uh, the album was nominated for Album of the Year alongside Michael yeah. Jackson, U2, Prince, Whitney Houston. And it did win a Grammy um, for Best Country uh, Performance by Duo or Group. What Michael Jackson was 87? Is that bad? It's been bad. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Yeah. Ooh, so that's, that, that's got to be right around the corner for us then, huh? Who's singing on Tell Me Lies? Who's taking lead on this? Is it Ronstadt? Sounds like Ronstadt. Yeah, that's Ronstadt. So maybe she was like dialing this in then. Ronstadt, I think, is the most 80s sounding of the three of them. Mm-hmm. Heart like a wheel, man. Yeah, I would say that as well. Does anybody have a favorite voice? Dolly. Well, yeah, Dolly. She's my go-to. I think Linda sounds great, but I mean, it's Dolly. I think they all sound great. Dolly sound has. Great. So Dolly has my favorite solo voice of the three of them, but... Emilio Harris is my favorite, like accompaniment harmon- harmony voice of like all times. You know, percent fair. Yeah, like, like Emilio Harris and David Crosby have voices that were designed to do blend with someone else's voice. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. So y- y- you could utilitarian, absolutely. Yeah, and they all Emilio Haas- Emilio Harris, David Crosby, and Mike Mills <laughs> voices that are designed to blend with someone else's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Mills, yeah. He'd sound great on this trigger, too. Oh, have you seen my dear companion? For he was all this world to me. But now the stars turn against me. And he cares no more for So we're listening to My Dear Companion right now, and 
This, I believe, is Emma Lou Harris singing lead. Yeah, we've actually talked about, I guess we haven't talked about Linda Ronstadt, but we did do uh, Emily Harris and Dolly Parton on previous episodes. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've not, we've not covered Linda Ronstadt solo. We've covered Linda Ronstadt as a backing vola- vocalist and as a third of a trio. Yeah. What did you guys think about uh, wildflowers? It was really pretty. Amazing. Yeah. I thought that was a big standout. Yeah. That was one of the yeah. singles. Uh, the two singles were, sorry, there were a couple, four singles uh, to know is to love him first, then telling me lies. Those memories of you and wildflowers. Finally, I thought it was a little strange to to bring uh, in to know him is to love him, but I feel like it does hit on all the right, you know, emotions to to kind of have this like throwback song, but still recognizable, but done in a different way, kind of hit right with the eighties. I, I, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I agree with you too, Birch. And the gamble was correct because. Number one, U.S. Billboard Hot Country Singles. I do have a little uh, riddle for you guys. Ooh, I like riddles. So there was a Trio 2 uh, in uh, 1998. Uh, Here is my riddle about Trio 2. Trio 2 has two songs from two artists that we have heard before this day. Uh, One was sitting on a beach while the other sailed away. Did you write that riddle? Yes. Job, I'm gonna man. I'm gonna opt out because I have the I've got the Wikipedia page. I'm gonna that's opt very, out because I'm scared of leprechauns. That's a very good riddle, though, Birch. That's well, yeah, uh, totally. well okay. I thought, wait, I thought you were Gollum for a second. Hold on, Rob's gonna tell me. <laughs> Was it Neil Young and Toto? No, Neil Young is You're one. You're half right. Yeah. And then, can you read the riddle again, Birch? Sure. Trio Two has two songs from two artists that we have heard before this day. One was sitting on a beach while the other sailed away. Somebody from Sticks? Was he a lad? That was the album title even, wasn't it, Birch? Wait, so is it Sticks? No. no. Oh. It's a singer-songwriter. It's Randy Newman. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we covered Sail Away. We covered uh, On the Beach and uh, Sail Away. My bad, y'all. That's that a Birch. Good job on the riddle. That's a yeah. good riddle. Yeah. yeah. That was a good riddle, I suppose. Do you know what uh what songs they were? <laughs> no. What songs were they? One was uh was it after the gold rush? Mm-hmm. And uh the Randy Newman was tell me. It was on Feels Like Home, which yes. was not on one of the albums we covered. Yeah, that was on Fa- Faust. Yeah. It was originally not sung by him. Yeah, on Trio 2, it's Linda Ronstadt, Dolly Parton, and Emmylou Harris singing Short People. Give <laughs> 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 it the B-side. <laughs> uh, fantastic. All right. Uh, I don't think I have to go around, right? Everybody's on the positive on, on yeah, this one? Yeah, it's a good yeah, one. Of course. Like yeah. Classic country uh, album from the 80s. I didn't. I, I didn't know how much. Uh, I mean, I knew Dolly would be back in the '80s, but I just d- didn't know how much we'd get, and if I would like it. I guess. So I've got a copy of this one. Let's talk about the cover for a second. The cover looks very '80s western. It 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 definitely looks like a hand colored black and white photo, but it's all '80s colors, and the three women are wearing a 1987 version of western attire, and then on the back. 
it's like a black and white like tin type style photo and it's all of them in like 1880s style attire that's awesome at disney world in the picture taken yeah yeah it's like they went to disney world they probably went to dollywood (laughs) it's cool awesome all right next time next time we'll be talking about uh def leppard hysteria thanks y'all